Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And thank you for checking out the State of the Saints podcast, where we talk New Orleans Saints. On this edition, we're going to be talking about quarterback Drew Brees and how I think it's time for some of us to apologize to number nine. But I want to say thank you all very much for being a part of the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you to each and every one of you that are following into the chat and also those that are checking us out on the audio podcast. I really do appreciate that as well. And whether you're looking at this on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, uh, I really do appreciate that. So, um, yeah, man, I've been doing some thinking. You know, um, you know, this game that just took place on Sunday, you know, we we have went at a lot of people in the media's neck, you know, <laughs> like, you know, because the entire media had the Saints losing this football game. You know, everybody said that the Saints were going to lose. And, you know, when the Saints end up blowing the team out, you know, we were really going at the media. Like, we were really going at them, you know, talking talking about them, talking about, you know, they need to eat crow. And, you know, I noticed that um, a lot of people in the media, it seems to me like they just have egos. And their ego is so huge. It's to a point where they feel like they, they are, you know, beyond reproach. And, you know, like it's as if if they get something wrong, who are we to bring it to their attention? And you find people moonwalking and backstepping and, you know, being petty like Mike Flores talking about, well, y'all, y'all talking about us now. But what's going to happen when y'all play the Falcons, this, that, and the third? Instead of them just saying, I was wrong, it was a mistake, I shouldn't have did that, or the Saints uh, made me eat crow, they decided not to do it. They decided to double down. So I try to coin myself not to be like that. I, I, I do. I coin myself not to be like that. You know, I don't want to be like one of those people where, I say something and then all of a sudden I act as if I didn't say it. There were some things that I said about Drew Brees and they were just bona fide wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like and he's proven me wrong. And I, I feel comfortable with saying it. And I don't feel bad about saying it because I would be doing people a disservice if I'm up here telling people, oh, I feel this way. They may have a position. My position may be opposite of their position. And I'm not agreeing with what they're saying. I feel like if you have an audience, you owe it to them to be honest and direct. And I was wrong about Drew Brees. And, you know, I got to say I'm sorry to Drew Brees because it was one game, I think it was against Vegas. And I said, basically, he doesn't have it anymore. I never said that he was washed up. You know, I did say he's on a decline, which I still feel like he is. But he's still playing at a very very high level like a very high level like you could arguably say that the last few games that drew Brees has played probably some of the best games he ever played in the saints uniform because you have to look at the situation that he was in yeah usually over the years you'll see players get changed out right when lance moore left we got willie sneed uh when brandon cooks left you know michael thomas was there and marcus coaster was there before that when you know, when Reggie Bush left, uh, we had Darren Sproles. When P.L. Thomas left, Mark Ingram was there. So, but 
the last couple games, we didn't have that. It was a lot of unrestricted free agents. It was the guys that were on a practice squad. And Drew Brees went out there and won games with these guys. And he went toe-to-toe with a lot of people consider the best quarterback of all time and Tom Brady. And he outdueled him twice. Twice this season he did that. And I guess we got so caught up in the air distance and him throwing the ball down the field and him not throwing 40-yard bombs, which I think that I have I think I have the reason why we feel the way that we do. I think the way that we feel about Drew Brees throwing the ball down the field is uh, it probably mostly because of what the media has told, told us and who's being presented to us uh, as being like some of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. You look at people like Patrick Mahomes who can throw 60 yards on his back foot. Uh, you look at people like Aaron Rodgers who can throw 60 yards on his back foot. Uh, you look at some of these young guys like Kyler Murray, you know, and, and Tua Tagovailoa and Joe Burrow, you know, all this different type of arm talent. And they're telling us that arm talent is what puts you out there, what's, what brings you into the conversation of being the creme de la creme being an MVP conversation. And I think sometimes, like, you know, we fall for it. And I I, I was one of those people. And I, I think I come to the conclusion now that, to be honest with you folks, I don't think it has nothing to do with air distance. You know, I don't think winning football games have anything to do with how far you can throw the ball down the field. Now, I do feel like some players need to be extended more than 20 yards. But I don't feel like you have to be bombs away every single time. So with that being said, man, I just want to apologize to Drew Brees. I'm not, I'm look, I, I'm going to eat my crow. I've said this before. I I made a statement on social media, but I just feel like it's right. I feel like it's right. If I'm going to have shows and I'm talking about Drew Brees and I'm criticizing him as far as what he did in the game, which I'm going to continue to do. I'm not going to backtrack from that. But if I if I have the confidence to give you all a show like that and say things like that, then I should have the same type of confidence to say that I was wrong, okay? And I feel like every person in the media needs to do that. And I just think that people just, I I just think that people just hitch their wagon to being right so much that it's like they create their own reality. Like, you're not going to always be correct. There's sometimes you're going to have to eat crow. There's sometimes you're going to have to say that you're wrong. But I just feel like by you backstepping, like my guy Marcellus Wiley, by the way, um, you know, instead of you just saying, oh, you were wrong, now you want to start talking about the Saints in the playoffs. Nah. And if you notice, that's what the media is doing. Instead of them, instead of them like giving the Saints their props for completely dominating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they're mostly focusing on what Tampa didn't do, more so what the Saints did. And now everybody's talking about, well, the Saints kind of spoiled the party. Now everybody seems to be talking about, oh, what the Saints do in the playoffs. I, I didn't hear this type of conversation at the beginning of the season. Everybody was dubbing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the new kings of the South. And the Saints came through, and they beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers twice. Now all of a sudden the narrative is about the Saints' performance in the playoffs. So I'm not going to be that type of person. I'm going to be direct. I'm going to be real. I'm going to apologize for my comments about Drew Brees. Uh, you know, I'm going to say that Drew Brees is playing in a, at a high level. And I'm going to go even further. I feel like Drew Brees needs to be in the MVP conversation. I mean, look what Drew Brees has been up against. I mean, look at the the level of difficulty he has dealt with over the past four games. So I think he needs to be in that conversation. I think people need to give this guy his credit. Like, even if you're 
a, a critic at this stage of Drew Brees' career. Some people feel like he should have retired years ago. Some people feel like he shouldn't have came back. Some people may still feel like he needs to come back. But I, I got news for you folks. If Michael Thomas would have went down in week one, Manuel Sanders would have went down uh, and for those two games with COVID, there's not a quarterback I feel like on his roster would have won some of those games. I mean, we're fortunate to have Drew Brees on his team. Like in, in, in situations like this, that is why, you know, I, I often say, you know what I'm saying, I did say this, Drew Brees gives you the best opportunity to win. These quarterbacks, as, as, as dynamic as they are, as, as good as Taysom was on Sunday night, um, as much promise as Jameis has, they're not going to win football games with that type of uh, uphill battle that Drew Brees had to deal with. Drew Brees was commanding the offense. He was putting guys into place. Go back and watch some of the footage. Guys were like out of position. He was telling guys to get back. He was telling guys to move from right to left or left to right. I mean, he's like a glorified offensive coordinator on the field. It's unbelievable. So I just think that, uh, you know, if you have been critical of Drew Brees, I just say look at what he's been doing over these past few games. I mean, three games, he's had eight touchdowns, no interceptions. And that's the best thing for you to do, right? Not turn the ball over. Now, he did fumble the football, you know, over those uh, last couple of games. But, I mean, he's been playing at an extremely high level. And um, if you have any uh, type of uh, neg- negative thoughts about Drew Brees, I think you might want to reconsider that. I- I'm just being real. But that's that's the way I feel about it. So that's what this show is about, me admitting I was wrong, uh, admitting that I was wrong about Drew Brees. I'm willing to eat the crow. I'm willing to uh, take, you know, the laughing emojis or whatever like that because, you know, I I, I feel like that's kind of hypocritical of me uh, to go at some of these prognosticators out here for them not wanting to admit that they're wrong and uh, me not publicly saying um, and having a show about the fact that I was wrong about Drew Brees. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start with some of the comments here. Robert says, I told you from the jump that you were wrong. I didn't fall asleep on Drew. He looked, uh, but you have uh, to take what the defense give you. Uh, Robert, you know, uh, yeah, if you told me at the beginning that I was wrong, then that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I was wrong, and I don't mind saying that. But, I mean, at the beginning of the season, you know what I'm saying, it was very skeptical. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I was basing it on, you know. But as the season progressed, you know, I was wrong. You was right. So thank you very much, Robert. I don't mind giving you credit for that, Robert. If you if you said that, you know, and I'm pretty sure you did, uh, you know, props to you. Uh, I think it's about uh, who takes care of the ball while passing it, whether it be short or long. Yeah, I, I really think so. You know, looking at the game, I just like I said, I just think that we kind of fall into that narrative about arm talent. You know, uh, it, it seems like that's the that's the new wave now. The excitement, the dynamic quarterback. You know. People kind of hitch their wagon to those guys that can scramble out of pocket, extremely elusive, like a Lamar Jackson, a Kyler Murray. And, and it, it has the whole wow factor. And on um, the way that Drew Brees plays the quarterback position isn't uh, the most appealing. You know, like he's he's extremely, you know, he's extremely accurate. You know what I'm saying? he ha- He's a pres- precision pass. I mean, precise. Um, er- everywhere that he goes, I mean, the ball is exactly where it needs to be. And like I said, you know, I always kind of used the example here on the State of Saints podcast. It's like, you know, if you have a Ferrari and you got a Prius and you go in Atlanta, you know, and, you know, the Ferrari, you know what I'm saying, going to get you to Atlanta faster than a Prius. But 
if your destination is Atlanta, they both get you there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, why does it matter that the Ferrari got you there 200 miles per hour and the Prius probably got you there by 85, 90? It really don't matter. You know, they both got you to your destination. So I just think that, uh, you know, people just kind of fall in love with the dynamic uh, quarterback. And the guys that probably aren't the most appealing kind of get shuffled to the back. Tony says, uh, just wait until the playoffs. Well, uh, at least we are being a playoffs, Tony. That's all I got to say. I see he a Falcon fan, which I really don't understand. Uh, I really don't understand. Y'all, y'all just a, y'all just a ish show. You know what I'm saying? I, I go, I ain't going to use profanity, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, don't feel too bad. TJ Colin Kyle heard been picking us to only win five games in the last three seasons. Uh, Anthony, you know, I don't feel bad at all. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't feel bad. You know, I I just give my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I never, like, I think people give me way too much credit sometimes. You know, I see people sometimes in comments and chat, you said this, you said that. Like, I'm just giving my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I try to bring an entertainment aspect to it, and I try to make this show the best possible, but I never sit up here and just say, you right and I'm wrong. Like, I mean, if I if if I feel like if we're having a debate and I'm a, I have a difference of opinion in you, I'm not saying that you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that I disagree with you. But I mean, I, I just you know I just get my opinion at the end of the day. Sometimes you know I'm right, sometimes I'm wrong. But if I'm right, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm gonna say you know I said this. If I'm wrong, I feel like I need to have the same energy. So uh, Larry says uh, our yards after catch is great though. I'd rather that. Yeah, I mean, that's when you have guys that are extremely elusive, uh, Larry, the guys that can break out of tackles, that can get that yak, you know? And um, But you have to ask yourself the question, why are these guys getting that yak, you know? If Drew Brees is throwing these guys the ball, where he's leading it out there to him, you know what I'm saying, and giving these guys opportunity to run after the catch, you know, that's, that's something that, uh, you know, that Drew does pretty well. And uh, But, you know, when you got guys with a lot of heart like Deontay Harris, you know, who's who's about five foot nine, you know what I'm saying? But has the heart of a person like six, nine and he about 170, but he got the heart of a guy that's about, you know, 270. You know, I mean, it, it, it goes a long way. Brandon says, gotta let us call in on this TJ. Uh, Brandon. Okay. That's fine. You know, I take a few calls. Uh, let me go ahead and just put the, uh, the link in the comments. Uh, feel free to call in. You know, I mean, I I basically said my piece, man. <laughs> like that's what this show was about, you know, just you know about Drew Brees and just you know making that statement right there. But I, I open up the phone lines. Feel free to uh, call in, uh, give your opinion about Drew. Kimberly says, uh, uh, Tony Jackson, y'all can't even make it uh, to the dang playoffs. Yeah, like, for real. All right. What's up, TJ? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, this is uh, Ramsey, right? Yep. What's up? How you doing, man? Good. What a game Sunday. Yeah, man. Great game, man. Great game. Total domination. Uh, very hard to find any type of uh, criticism in this game, for the exception of Jared Cook. You know, but besides that, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Your statement on Drew Brees, well, I've disagreed with you for a very long time about that for a very long time. Okay. Because, like I said, father time is father time. But he's a game manager in a sense. He right. knows where to control the time, the passing, 
where to stay that ball specifically where it needs to be. I agree. And he does make those mistakes. He's a human being. He does overthrow the ball time to time again. Right. Everybody does. Right. Yeah, I mean. But yeah. in the end, he gives us a chance to win. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I've, I've always, you know, I've always said he gives us the best, you know, the best chance to win out of all the quarterbacks on the roster. You know, when people are like, man, let's go to Jameis. Like, I, I, I went down with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I never thought that Jameis should start over Drew Brees. but. I did feel like, you know, there was some things that I feel like he kind of held the offense back, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, reaching their full potential. But I just feel like right now the offense, the way that Sean Payton has kind of, you know, built his offense around Drew Brees and some of his limitations, to be honest with you, um, I feel like they can win. You know, they can win with what they have. I mean, if the defense plays the way they played against Tampa last week, nobody's beating the Saints, you know what I'm saying? But I, I do feel like the way that Drew Brees is, is structuring the offense, they, they need they need a defense too, man, because it's not all the time you're going to be just being able to get the ball down the field like they did with Tampa. Sometimes you're going to need to be in those dog fights. Sometimes you're going to get them three and out. So, yeah, but I absolutely, I agree, you know, I agree. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you've been saying that for a long time, so I'm going to give you credit, Ramsey, and, you know, I appreciate the call, my friend. Have a question for the Who That Nation and you. Are you okay. guys ready for the new gen consoles? Oh yeah, man, absolutely, man. Uh, I, I'm gonna have to uh, wait for a little while, you know, because <laughs> because uh, <laughs> me and my me and my wife, uh, you know, we just uh, purchased our uh, our new home, man, and now we're trying to furnish it right now. So I I have to I wait was... for I have to wait for the I have to wait for the PS5, man. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm I'm liking the graphics. I, I like the realism that I see. Got me really excited, but uh, I'm gonna have to wait for that one, man. <laughs> I'm gonna try it tonight, but it's gonna be tough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But man. I, I want to say you, this: you thanks have- for making this state of the Saints. It feels like a family to me. Oh man, look, Ramsey, look, I, I man, I look forward to you and so many other people that call in and leave comments. You know. Uh, you you guys make the show what it is, and uh, call back anytime, man. You already know. And let me and let me know. Thank you. You you have you actually have the game system? Not yet. I'll be trying to get it tonight. Okay. At like midnight, and my wow. family's gonna try to help me. Wow. But if I can't, I'm still gonna get Spider Man Morales. Is my oh. goal, no oh. matter what. Uh, those graphics are top notch on that when I actually seen a trailer for that. Man, you gotta call you gotta call back, let us know how the, how it turns out, man. I know we got a lot of uh gamers uh that, that watch the State of the Saints podcast as well, man. So w- once you get it, just let us know. And um, you know, I know a lot of people are gonna be excited. All right. All right, thank you, TJ. All right, thank Who's you. Who that? Who that? And shouts out to Ramsey, man. Yeah, man, that, that PS5, I mean, it looks great. Uh, you know, I, I, look, I know some people probably don't play video games, but uh yeah, man, those uh, next-gen uh, graphics look outstanding, man, outstanding. Oh, we're going to go to Quinn. Uh, Quinn, what's going on, man? What's that, bro? Hey, what's going on, brother? Yeah, we're going to go back to when I told you on week one when I first called in. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you we didn't have a preseason. Right. So that's why Drew started off slow. I told you. You just got to give him his time. Right. And, you know, I think the problem why everybody <clears throat> talk about him so much mm-hmm. and talk about him the way he talk about because they're not used to quarterbacks. You got to think about it. In, in, in football, when you like 41, 
you automatically old and washed up, but in reality, you're not even old. 41 right. not old, really. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and the reason why he can play as long as he can because he don't throw the ball deep like that. He don't need to because he have right. people to – he got he got so many weapons around him to where they can make up for it. Because if you think about it, when he used to have coasting and all of them, mm-hmm. that's why he used to throw it deep with coasting. Coasting right. for one, coasting faster than Thomas. Uh, nah, no, I see, coasting is definitely faster. Nah, coasting, ran a coasting ran a four seven coming but out. Of to, I think coasting know how to get all faster though. I don't know, but it seemed like coasting's the beat on more than Thomas though. I don't know. They ran kind of the same kind of routes though, Quinn. Like you, you didn't really see Marcus coasting like streaking up the field. Like if he, but they if had he they had designed routes for him to get like the little slant routes, the little um yeah. Talk, if you talk about the if you talking about like think, a deep post, yeah, yeah, you know deep post. There you go. Yeah, he know how to get it open. Yeah, but yeah, he. I just felt like he ain't, he don't he don't have to throw it deep. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessary. Right. And right. the thing with Tom Brady is the reason why he throwing deep because I feel like his mindset is. He thinking he can mess up and nobody gonna take his position anyway. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why he's. You know how Drew Brees said at the beginning of the year. He said he is whatever he gonna do. He, he he gonna do anything that's necessary or something like that. Right. I feel like that's the way Tom Brady is actually playing. I feel right. like he playing like he don't care. I feel like right. he playing he playing against the clock right now to where he's saying like it don't matter what I really do. Nobody gonna let me go, and they do. I can go to any team I want to because I control this. I feel like that's his. I feel like that's what his thing is. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's why people getting so hyped this year because Tom Brady throwing deep. Because you think about it, Tom Brady never used to really throw deep all the time when he was on the Patriots. They a run team for one, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's where that that's where that whole conversation need to stop at because he was never really doing that in the first beginning. Well, I just think that it has a lot to do with Bruce Arias' offense. Uh, Bruce Arias is a five to a seven step drop uh, type of coach. You know, he likes to get the ball down the field. But with the New so England you, Patriots, so you, so you telling me no, no, after the playbook going on and the, and the calls they made, you don't think Tom Brady ain't got no say so in it? No, no, I don't. You know what I'm saying? I think that I, he got some. I, say I, so. I don't. I think maybe you know what I'm saying to a certain extent. The reason, but, let me let me. The reason why I really think he, he do have a say so, well, at least from the Saints games, because the way he had his face expressions, he wasn't getting mad at nobody. It seemed like you, it's like you seen him saying it was my fault, regardless. Like, I feel like even the play calling was like, I just seen like everything was from him. I feel like he was like helping him pick the plays. You know what I'm saying? In the sense to where it's like, you know how Drew Brees and Shine do. They'll go in the huddle and they'll go talk about it. And they'll they'll pick a new play if they want to. I feel like I feel like that's what Tom was. Can you think about it? They didn't even want A B at first. Aaron said no. And then how out of nowhere now Tom Brady got Tom, uh Antonio Brown. Like how's that how that happen? Well, you know, I think it, I think it, you can look at it from a personnel standpoint. I mean, yeah, I mean it's Tom Brady we're talking about here. But as far as the offensive scheme, you know what I'm saying? That's that's Bruce Arians' offense. Because if you go back and you look at Tampa. And you look at Jameis Winston as the quarterback, it's the same exact offense, man. It's the same, it's like it's the same exact offense, but the exception of Tom Brady. And it has like a little bit of like New England offense kind of trinkle into there. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I think that's the that's the big mistake that that Tampa is dealing with. That I feel like Bruce Arians, and I said this on the last show. I think that his ego is getting into the way of their success mm. because he's not really focusing on some of the things that Tom Brady does well. And I just think that the the the, the plan backfired because Quinn. They actually came into the game wanting a five and seven step drop and throw the ball down the field because they felt like that was the Saints' weakness. And we all know it, you know what I'm saying? Deep balls down the field. But mm-hmm. when the Saints kind of, when the Saints was running cover zero and it was just doing man coverage and jamming the heck out of these wide receivers, they couldn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? So the, 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 the plan itself was horrible. You know what I'm saying? Like they ran the ball four times. I think, I think, I think this would. I think they messed up because I think everybody should know the Saints play their best ball during rival time, during yeah. divisional games. That's really their best games. That's yeah. like the Falcons. We can we can be two and set. We could be two and seven, but we go against the Falcons. That'll be the best game you've ever seen from us. And you yeah. will act like we've been winning the whole season. I feel like they just you know it's just the hype around the games. I think I think our problem is we don't play the games we supposed to win easily. It's the games we always end up losing. Yeah. And I think that's how it always is. And I think that's why they keep looking at us like that because I feel like they thinking, they be thinking, if they lost against them, who else they going to lose against? You know what I'm saying? But it's like in reality, sometimes they just got to catch their groove. And when they catch their groove, I feel like since we got Manuel Sanders now, Devonport, hopefully he just stayed back. I feel like we're going to be good, bro. I think this is going to be the year we really do something. You know what I mean? Well, I hope so, man. You know, I'm, I think everybody know what the Saints can be in a regular season, Quinn. It's just it's just the postseason that that concerns us as fans. But I mean, you can't even say the postseason because y'all acting like it's all for half of the time. Like, no, like it's the postseason. No. But regardless, regardless, man, like regardless, like the postseason, these the the Minneapolis miracle, two thousand eighteen. I mean, we know what happened with that last year. It's like. I, I put it like this: like that's what they're holding. That's what they're holding the Saints to because. I, I hate to say it, but if you look at teams like the 49ers who dominated through the playoffs, yeah. uh, you look at when the Philadelphia Eagles, they won a Super Bowl, they dominated in the playoffs. So I feel like if they feel like if you are that team, mm-hmm. if you are that squad, then it should even come down to the last possession. Um, and I think that's something that the Saints need to focus on. And, and as long as like those situations keep happening, Quinn, like it's gonna give the media and other people ammunition to say that okay, y'all a good regular season team because in the postseason, y'all not handling y'all business. So, you think you know you know why I think gonna be a difference making this year though? Mm-hmm. We got that boy Quan Alexander. We got we actually got another good linebacker on the team right now. Yeah, I think that's gonna be a huge difference. Yeah, yeah, I'm you, looking forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Quan can do, Quinn. But I think hey, he's man, gonna be a difference. Yeah, man, I, I got a couple more people on the line, man. Good talk, man. We, we got to uh, chop it up a little bit more uh, later, man. But I, I thank you for the call. Appreciate it. All right, brother. All right, take it easy. Man, shout out to Quinn, man. That was a good call right there. Uh, from one good call to another one, uh, we got the OG of the State of the Saints podcast. Got Jerry Port Jr. What's going on, Jerry? What's going on with the TJ Jones, the host? Yes, sir. Of the State of the Saints podcast. Yes, sir, man. How you doing this morning? Feeling good, man. How about yourself, brother? Yeah, man, I'm good, man. I'm just uh, talking Saints football, man. Apologizing to Drew Brees, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, what you got for us, man? What you, what you, what you got? Let me tell you something, uh, to, uh, TJ Jones. Mm-hmm. I've been riding with Drew Brees ever since he came in, came to the Saints in 2006. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, he had good games, he had bad games, he had good times, bad times, all that, but that boy is still awesome. Yeah, man. Even won a Super Bowl with us. Yeah. So, yes, 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 I've been hearing all this negative talk about uh, Drew Brees. They got that long uh, arm, that, that arm that throw deep passes and all that. I understand that. But but you saw what happened on Sunday night. Yeah. You saw what happened on Sunday night. He yeah. throws the like, we say, what you say, 12 different receivers? Yeah, man, that was incredible. Man. That was incredible. Incredible. But but yeah, but uh, but hey man, I've been I've been riding with that dude all along, man. So yeah. so I I I I I never I never I never uh say anything negative about Breeze. I mean, people will, but I don't. Yeah, I mean, like I said, man, I, I mean, I just go about what I see, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? Any, anything that I say here on the State of the Saints podcast, I, I get I get that you you might watch some other podcast, you know, and some people just uh, caricatures, you know what I'm saying? Like they'll just say things that sound controversial because they want to get people, you know, to click or take a look at it or, or share and be like, look at this foolishness. Like I, I really like genuinely say things that I, you know, based on what I see. And at the beginning of the season, you know what I'm saying, I was, like, really concerned because, like, at the like the last game that we actually saw was that Minnesota Vikings game in the playoffs. And, and he didn't look good in that game. And you know what I'm saying? And then you fast uh, forward to the season, at the beginning of the season, and you see him struggling. It's like, oh, wait a minute now. You know what I'm saying? But – yeah, I mean, I was like, I was, I was incredibly wrong. You know, what I mean? well, <laughs> like I, I'm just being real. I was, well, I was incredibly wrong about you. Well, TJ, I want, I want to talk to you about that because mm-hmm. that now this, now this was the day before that wild card game against, uh, against Minnesota back in January. Right, because right. I was because I was in New Orleans uh, Saturday mm-hmm. with my dad, and, and we was out mm-hmm. riding and stuff. I told him, I said, I said, Daddy, I don't know what, what, what kind of, uh. Minnesota team, you're gonna get. You're gonna get the one that lost bad in the season finale to Chicago, mm-hmm. or you're gonna get the one that's gonna come to the Superdome and beat us. Right. What and what happened on that day? We got eliminated by them by that by that push off. Yep. Yep. So that's so, so, and that and that was the answer right there. So I had so I had to I had to I had to address it right there. Right. But yeah. but uh. But now, but now we're sitting at six and two right now. Everything's going well. Glad mm-hmm. to see Michael Thomas is back and Emmanuel yeah. Sanders back. But I do see a, I do see a Patriot fan on the chat. But I, 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 you better be thankful they didn't almost almost lose to the Jets Monday night. <laughs> I, asked them, I, I asked them a question. I said, "What happened to Tom Brady?" Oh yeah, that's right. I got two words for you: Trey Hendrickson. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, man, you gonna up. see that man that's, in that's, his that's, that's the thing about these, these the media and the trolls. They get they get taught to talk, TJ, but they can't walk the walk like we do. Yeah, definitely not, man. You know, I just feel like um, they can't take the heat. Bro. I, I don't know, man. Like we even like I seen a Falcon fan up in here. I'm like, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, why? What? What do y'all have? Why do y'all? Why are y'all even here? Like y'all so irrelevant right now. I I tell you why they're here. Because in two weeks they're gonna they're gonna take that they're gonna take that butt whooping. <laughs> I ain't gonna look. They, I, look, they, I'm look, not they, gonna. They, listen, they can't find. They, 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 I don't know if they have a podcast over there where they at the Falcon fans. I don't know if they have their own podcast or not. But yeah, man, they, yeah, they, they got they got, they got a couple. Like, <laughs> they they, they want to come here. 
Yeah, they got one, man. Shout out to my guy Jazzy Jeff, man. They, they, they got they got some podcasts over there, man. My guy Jazzy Jeff holding it down. Okay. Uh man, yeah, they got they got some podcasts over there, man. Like, but, but I don't know, man. I guess they just I guess cause we I guess cause we popular, I guess. That's why they want to come on. Yeah, man. I, like they like to stay in the Saints podcast. If they like it, I love it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, hey, <laughs> I told you, I told you, man, I welcome everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like oh if you talking man. noise, I can talk noise right back. You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah, the way man. that it goes. It makes it fun though, Jerry. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, sometimes you gotta see somebody infiltrate the chat. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you got, you gotta uh get them told. You know what I'm saying? You gotta bring them back down to uh, Earth. You know, some of them be yeah. out there on, on on Neptune and Jupiter somewhere. You know, you gotta bring them back down to Earth, man. They they too far off. You know what I'm saying? We gotta they gotta come back you know, down to Earth where we at. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, but Jerry, man, thank you so much, man. Call back anytime, OG. All right. Oh, oh, one other thing. Uh, now, uh-huh. now, 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 now that we got the yucks out of the way, and swept, <laughs> now, we, now, now we can focus on this Sunday against the 49ers. And now, yeah. now yeah. it's gonna be now it's gonna be a little bit different this time because yeah. they don't have they don't have Jimmy G at, at quarterback, and mm. they damn sure don't have uh, George Kittle uh, at tight end. So we we ain't gonna we ain't gonna see a repeat of what happened last year. Mm, I'm going to talk about that later on in the week, Jerry. I'm going to talk about that later on in the week, oh, we man, will. How this oh, pos- and how this could possibly be a trap game for the New Orleans Saints, man. Like, yeah, real talk. Well, well, you never know. We are, like we say, like, we got this taken one game at a time, and we, mm-hmm. we got to show up just like we did against Tampa Bay. We're going to be yep. all right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate the call, uh, Jerry. Thank you so much. All right, you're welcome, TJ. All right, take it easy. Yeah, man. Uh, later on in the week, man, I'm you talk about that San Francisco game, man. Uh, I know a lot of people are looking at uh, these guys decimated with injuries, but that's a proud team over there. Uh, Cutler, uh, what's going on? Can you is that Cutter? Hello. All right, we're gonna move on. We got uh, Brandon. Brandon, what's going on, man? What's happening, TJ the Goat, host of the State of Things podcast. I appreciate that, man. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, thanks for calling in, man. Well, we're talking about the New Orleans Saints. Uh, floor is yours. Oh, uh, shout out to homeboy earlier who was talking about the consoles. Personally, I can't wait to pick up my Series X. Oh, man. I got one pre-order. I'm going to get a piece. I'm going to get the PS5 later this summer, though. Okay. All right, man. Once again, man, let me know how that turns out. It, it seems like uh, Rams is going PS5, so... Let me know how to. I'm an Xbox dude, but I got I get both systems eventually. But uh, it's gonna be a good look, man. Like I said, let me know how how it looks and everything like that. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. But uh, I called to defend you a little bit because when the season first kicked off, me and you had the same mindset. Mm -hmm. Now, Breeze did start off bad, but what what irked my nerves the most about the team was, and it's not just this season; it was a bit last season too. Even if you go back now with the great game Breeze just had against the top of base Suckaneers, right? <laughs> like <laughs> he throws on average, he throws about thirty to thirty-six times a game, right? But when you talk about him throwing twenty-plus yards, it's about three and a half times a game, right. so virtually never. Hmm. And the concern is when we play these teams, there's quarterbacks who could take the top right off your team, especially ours. Because our secondaries look suspect the majority of the season. Right. So when you talk about hell, even uh, Teddy Bridgewater, when we played them, 
he was able to get deep passes on our defense. Hmm. So when you got a quarterback who could come in with the Aaron Rodgers of the world, you know, Teddy Bridgewater has success. Uh, even when we played the Lions and we played the Chargers, their teams had success right. about hitting us with deep passes. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to reciprocate that to be able just to stay in the game sometimes. And pretty much every game we've had this season, besides beating the holy hell out of the Buccaneers, has been pretty contested. Even the Raiders, they took the top off of our defense multiple times when we went out to Vegas. Right. So I don't think it's a – like I do think that Breeze has regressed from the greatness we saw, especially when he first got to New Orleans and from 2006 to the 2012. Right. But he's no means trash yeah. at all. Nobody's saying he's trash. But it is kind of cause concern because, like, when we get to the playoffs again and we get matched up against that team who is just, you know, three times a game, they're hitting us for 40, 50-plus yards, and they're putting up touchdowns. But we're, you know, dinking and dacking and getting field goals. That's when the problem sets in. So I don't think you were wrong in your critique. I think we were looking at what was going on at the time and assessing the situation. And now that we're seeing as the season progresses, he's doing better, but he's still not really taking those deep shots. Luckily for our team, though, it hasn't been the camels that straw, uh, broke the, the straw that broke the camels back for us offensively. And our defense is looking like it's clicking too. Right. Well, Brent, I would have to ask, you know, I, I would have to ask the question, how much does a deep ball actually means if you're getting the ball where it needs to be and you have playmakers on your team, you know, like you look at somebody like Deontay Harris. I mean, you look at people like Michael Thomas, you look at people like Emmanuel Sanders, these guys can get those yards after the catch. They can extend drives and uh, even like Jerry Cook. And if you get Adam Troutman, I mean, I hope this isn't just an anomaly, you know, hopefully uh, this can give him confidence uh, going forward. So if you have all these different weapons and you have guys that can, you know, extend plays, how important is it, you know, to have to be able to throw the ball down the field? I mean, I, I well, get it. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it keeps the, the defense, uh, you know, guessing. Uh, you don't have so many people in the box. I mean, I understand that. But do you think, like, it can be, like, a like a really huge concern, like, going forward? Well, I'll rebuttal with this. I'll say that uh, using the Green Bay game, for instance, Like when we were playing in that game, obviously we didn't have Michael Thomas. He was injured. Mm -hmm. But even without the threat of Thomas, like we still had the weapons. We still had Harris. We still had Sanders. Some people who could go downfield and get it. But teams know that we don't even have that threat because it's not in our game. Mm -hmm. It's just one thing. Like when you plan for when you plan for the Green Bay Packers, you know, damn well, if there's a shot, Aaron going to take it. True. A hundred percent of the time. True. But when you play the Saints, you know that Breeze virtually won't even take the chance. There's likely not even going to be a play set for him to make a deep pass. And if he does, it'll probably be missed. So I think just the with the offensive weapons that we have, I think just the presence of a deep game and the thought that that defense has to adjust for that plan would make us that more dangerous. Okay. I mean, that's, that's that's interesting right there. I mean, I can understand that, you know, but I mean, from what I Luckily, seen, we got the players we got, though. Luckily, yeah. we have Kamara, who's super elusive, so, like, he gets that yak. And we got Harris, who gets that yak, and Sanders, who gets that yak. Yeah. So, I do feel where everybody's coming from. 
But at the same time, though, I'm just saying from everything that we've seen of this season, I don't think to say that you owe him an apology is a little bit stretching it just because you can only go as far as your eyes can see. Well, I don't, I don't, yeah, I mean, I agree, I agree with that, but like I said, it's almost like it's almost like the Tampa Bay game, right? Everybody picked Tampa over the Saints, right? Everybody picked except us, obviously. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So everybody picked it, and you know, like, what if somebody came out there and was like, Man, I apologize for nothing. Look how crazy they sound, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you said, it's an assessment, right? They watched the New Orleans Saints. Went went by three, went by three, went by three, and they seen Tampa just dominate, and they just came to that conclusion, like, oh, all of a sudden, you know, what I'm saying Tampa is clearly better than the Saints, and when the game happened, the Saints blew them out. So you know, like like you said, I think it's a little discussion. different. I think it's a little different though, because you got to remember, most people thought Tampa would blow us out because they already have two All Pro receivers, then they sign a B to the team. With Fournette and all the uh, other acquisitions, Gronk, everybody that they've got to help that offense out, and the way our defense has struggled to this point, I think that was the main reason why people picked up the picked us to lose or thought we were going to get blown out. Right. But they didn't. They heavily us underestimated us getting back right on offense the way we did, getting Sanders back, even um, number twelve, your boy uh, Callaway, Callaway, even yeah. getting him back. Yeah. With Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders made a drastic improvement offensively. And then once we hit them, just kept hitting them over the head on offense, they couldn't do nothing with the defense. Yeah. Hendrickson went stupid. Davenport went stupid. Like Cam was, he didn't get a sack, but he was being disruptive and stuff. Yeah. You had uh, Malcolm Jenkins probably had his best game of the oh, season. Yeah. So clearly, far. Like clearly. that's That's what we paid him for. That's yeah. why he was brought here. Yeah. To show that kind of leadership and make them kind of plays. Right. So I think it's just a game by game basis. We just got to see what's going on before we can start saying like, I don't think you owe Drew an apology. Maybe a my bad a little bit, but not an apology. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, okay. I mean, like Brandon. I mean, I would just I have to agree to disagree with that one. I mean, I, I get it, but like I said, like I said, at the same time, like I think. Man, I think we kind of left through. I, in my opinion, it kind of felt like it was just the end of an era. You know what I'm saying? It was just like it is over. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, but he elevated his game, man. Like I said, and yeah, arguably, he did. You can, he absolutely and did. arguably, you can say like I'm. I'm telling you, I've been watching a lot of Saints football in, throughout my lifetime. I watched. I, I knew I watched almost every single game Drew Brees played in. This probably yeah. like some of the best quarterbacking he's done. Like he's always been good. But I'm talking about as far as what he went out there with. Like, this guy is like a, a straight up, like a general going out to war with his troops. And he's putting mm-hmm. these troops like, okay, you know what I'm saying? He got them in a foxhole. He wants you to be over there to guard this perimeter, over there. Like, he's putting guys in position to succeed. It is, like, incredible. Ooh, like I agree with you, though. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, there was one play. And, Brandon, I'll let you go after this, man. There was mm-hmm. one play. It was the Chicago Bears game. It was Jared Cook. It was down at the goal line when he threw the ball to Jared Cook and he threw the ball behind Jared Cook, right? You know what I'm saying? It was an incomplete yeah. pass. What happened the very next play? He they lined switched up, it to the they opposite switched side. Sides, right. He switched mm-hmm. to the opposite side and he threw the ball and then he was wide open. You know what I'm saying? So 
I don't know if Jameis will be able to pay attention. I don't know if Taysom will pay attention. I have, with that type I of have no. I'm gonna tell you now. I have no faith in Jameis. That's what I'm <laughs> no. saying. Like that. that is, if Breeze go down, the season a wrap for me, bro. Yeah. Like I have no faith in Jameis. Yeah, I mean that. That is why I'm saying like. This guy puts these guys in the best position to succeed, and that's why I feel like some of his best quarterbacking. But, Brandon, man, thank you so much, man. Thank you for the talk. No problem. Appreciate the uh, input, brother. Call back anytime. Yes, sir. Man, shouts out to Brandon. Good good call right there. Uh, shouts out to my guy, Who That Davis. What's going on, man? Who That Davis, you can hear me? Man, my man in, in the days right there. We gonna move on, Sanchez. Who that day was? I'm gonna come back to you, man. Sanchez, what's going on? Man, what's going on, TJ? Good morning, Who that Nation. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Man, what's going on, Sanchez? Good morning to you, man. What you got for me? Man, man, quick, uh, quick little points, quick little points. Uh, number one mm-hmm. about Drew Brees and my crow. I take it uh, medium well, you know. And if you come with a side, <laughs> I take a loaded uh, baked potato. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. with a uh, glass of red wine, you know what I'm saying? Like, I keep it, I keep it simple, keep it real simple. Yeah, you, yeah man, uh, you ain't keeping it simple. You keeping it intimate, man. That boy said red wine. What are we doing? <laughs> 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 man, man, on a uh, date on a Friday night, God no, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, but Sanchez, I'm yeah, man. I think a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people feel that way, Sanchez. Yeah, yeah but, and big shout out mm-hmm. to you, man. Uh, I wasn't able to catch the post game show live, but I did catch it uh, later on. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm really glad you uh, hammer home the point of the media just don't really know the Saints. No, all. they don't. Like mm-hmm. the fact that somebody on Monday morning quarterback uh, said we celebrating because we beat Tampa Bay or we yep. saw Tampa Bay. Yes. What we do this <laughs> everywhere we go. Everywhere. Everywhere we go. Everywhere. But but when the Steelers just beat the Titans or whoever they beat uh that week, what mm-hmm. what were they doing in their locker room? Sure they didn't have the the, the sexiness of the lights. I mean, it's only gonna be so long for they just steal all our swag, you know what I'm saying? But right, right, right. Nobody said nothing about that. They, they just really don't know the same well and it's just it's just uh it's just amazing to see what we can do when we uh really clicking it. It's really all I got to say, man. And that's it. Yeah, I mean, that, you got you got some good points, man. That, that's why I'm saying. That's why I feel like the who that nation need to take what the media say with a grain of salt. I mean, I don't know how many times I've seen these guys call this guy Marcus Lattimore. Marcus Lattimore was a good running back oh out here God. in South Carolina. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, you know, don't I mean, know they don't know him, man. I mean, these guys are getting fed information through their ear, man. These guys don't know what was going on, man. If you actually, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you if you stood outside of Bristol, Connecticut, after these guys leave ESPN and asked them about uh, what you said about the Saints, they probably wouldn't know what the heck you talking about. Man, that's why I say just oh, I wouldn't even pay I wouldn't even pay them no attention, man. You know, right, right. The media don't check. got us like we right, we got right. each other. The who they the who they need absolutely got each other. Absolutely, like let's just hold each other accountable. Right. Let's just keep on, you know what I'm saying? Uh raising the floor of the league, you know what I'm saying, repping it hard, long and strong. And man, forget what they're saying, man. They'll they'll know what we're talking about if we get out there to Tampa in that Super Bowl. I tell you that. But Sanchez, I appreciate it, man. For Thanks sure. for the call. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I, I'm not caring about what the media talking about because the media, like I said, they don't give 
the Saints the respect that they deserve. I'm gonna go back to who that Davis man. Who that, what's going on, man? My man was lost in the day. My man was like this. I'm like, oh <laughs> <laughs> DJ, dude. What's going on, man? <laughs> All right, so we got you, man. We got you. Oh <laughs> but, man, I was lost in the sauce watching uh, hey, Spider Man. Hey, hey, I was watching Spider Man on a, on a live hey, stream. Hey, I'm like, is he froze? You know what I'm <laughs> Man, I was watching Spider-Man uh, Miles Morales on another tab, but I forgot all about this stuff, bro. Nah, nah, it's all good, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, man, that's what's up, man. Uh, so, uh, are you getting the, uh, the PS uh, Five or the X Series? Which one are you at? Uh, I'm PS Five all the way, bro. PS5? All I've been right. a, I, I haven't held a console since PS Three. This time I got back into it. Well, yeah, man. I mean, I still got an Xbox One, man. I play it occasionally when I have a little time, but I've been an Xbox. I've been an Xbox guy most of my life, man. I ain't really, really just been messing with the PlayStation, even though I feel like PlayStation got better perks and you're able to do a little bit more things with PlayStation. But uh, hey, man, we talking about the New Orleans Saints. I know you got some some good input about the team, man. So what you got to say? All right, first and foremost. Uh, I, I also got to give my respects and my apologies to number nine because I was with you ever since week three that Drew Brees wasn't uh, wasn't all there anymore. So, yeah. Drew Brees, if you – whatever, if and when you ever see this, I apologize to you, man, from the state <laughs> of black and gold. Uh, <laughs> you're making me eat crows, and I'm happy to say I'll eat all the crows you need me to eat, right? Yeah, yeah right. Uh, but uh, as far as what – uh, what else I need to say? I think we, as a fan base, are spoiled. I think Drew Brees has spoiled us since yeah, since true. he came to New Orleans back in uh, back in two thousand six, mm-hmm. uh, because we're not used to having these back to back winning seasons. We're not used to offensive play being this good. We're not used to defensive play, especially being uh, being like top ten, sometimes even top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey Loomis and Sean Payton drafted really well back in twenty uh, back in the twenty seventeen draft. It's the mm-hmm. uh, it's the best draft in the history of the New Orleans Saints. So that elevated our expectations. So in a way, I can understand when those expectations aren't met because they've shown they can play to that level before. But at the same time, we also have to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, even though they are, they are good, the Saints have never been uh, the team to start out uh, red hot in the first two to three games of the season. It, it takes a while for them to get going, which is understandable, especially given the type of offseason that we've, so that we sort of overlooked just because these uh these uh th- these players like Marshawn Lattimore and Marcus Williams, uh these players are coming back and there's continuity on the defensive side of the ball. So we overlooked the whole offseason thing thinking we had an advantage right. because of chemistry. Mm-hmm. So uh I gotta give my respects to the defense who showed up uh against Tampa Bay, picking off uh picking off uh homeboy, whatever the whatever that 12, his name is the fake goat and back in like Tampa Bay uh, three times. Uh, the pressure up front was stout. Everybody was eaten. Some some didn't come away with sacks, but they came away with a lot of a lot of, uh, a lot of pressure. quarterback pressures and hits, and that's just as important. So everybody was sharing the load on uh, complimentary football, and I hope uh, and I hope they uh, we see a repeat performance this Sunday against the uh, San Francisco 49ers, who have a lot to prove. They can show um, they want to show that they're they're still contenders in the NFC West, uh, riddle injury and all. Yep. So that's pretty much all I got to say. But I think we fans need to keep our expectations low and not try to ride these guys uh, and not act so spoiled all the time. Yeah, I, I agree with that, man. You know, I, I don't 
look for them to go out here and do some of the things that they did last week. You know, I just think that, I mean, you're not going to hold a team to four attempts, you know what I'm saying, rest of the football. I mean, there's, I mean, there's a reason why that's a record, you know what I'm saying, because it, it doesn't happen all the time. But I, I do agree that we are spoiled in the who that nation from time to time because, I mean, but I will say this, though. Uh, we expect excellence because they are excellent. You know what I'm saying? Like, these guys are supposed to be the creme de la creme of coaching and quarterback. These are our leaders. These are the guys that we rely on. Uh, to generate success and when they don't give us success and you have all the pieces in place I mean we raising eyebrows and figuring out what the heck going on so I'm not going to stop uh, holding this team accountable because you went out here and you just basically destroyed a team that had all the pieces in place like they had a top-notch defense they got top-notch offense they got arguably the greatest quarterback of all time so I'm going to continue to put their foot to the fire because I mean is necessary it's not like we talk about the jets you know what i'm saying we, we ain't talking about no those cincinnati Bengals here you know what i'm saying like if they win you know what i'm saying they get a little golf clap you know what i'm saying like we at the masters but i mean this is the saints we talking about man this is the class of the nfc and the nfl so i be true, true yeah, so, i mean we got we got to hold them accountable a little bit who that davis but I, I appreciate it man thank you so much uh let you get back to spider-man and uh <laughs> you know what i'm saying enjoy the rest of your day my brother call back anytime you too, TJ. Who that, brother? Hey, who that? Man, shout out to who that did. They were froze on that bed. I'm like, what's going on here? Uh, Chosen, what's going on, man? What's going on, TJ? How you doing this morning, man? Man, I'm doing all right, man. Uh, talking about New Orleans Saints, man. The floor is yours. Yes, sir. I'm um, not going to be long, man. Um, I just pretty much want to say I, I respect what you're doing with the apology. I understand why. But, I mean, it's not just you, man. I feel like a lot of us need to come forward and apologize because, but with that being said, on the flip side, you know, you're only calling out what you can see. You can only justify and accuse somebody of the evidence that's being presented in front of you. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody, if if you're showing me uh, a half moon, a half moon, a half moon, the next night I'm going to assume you're going to show me a half moon. You know, right. I can't I can't expect to see a full moon if that's all you've been showing me. Right. You know, so uh, and another thing we have to realize is is this gonna be the consistent half moon we're gonna be seeing, or is this a new full moon we're gonna be looking at? You know, right, so right. the the moon thing being Drew Brees. You know, Drew Brees mm-hmm. he started off slow. You know, but that's what separates the greats from the average. I mean, you know, he was down and but he found a way. You know, right. the great quarterbacks, man, they find a way. Like we were saying, right. Right. you know, he had nothing but leftovers and, I guess, the ends of loaf bread, man, you know. And he right. was making it do what it do. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. That, right. that separates the greats from the goods. Like, mm-hmm. you put them down, but the greats going to always find a way. You yep. know, they're they not going to make excuses. They're not going to blame coaching. Hint, hint, Tampa Bay. Right. <laughs> you know, they're not gonna blame they're not gonna blame coaches. They're not gonna say, Oh man, well I ain't have my number one, my number two, my number three. Now right. you put your battle suit on, you go. You right. go. And you leave it all on the floor. You know, you you know, you are not promised your receivers every week. You're not promised a strong defense every week. You're not promised your offensive line is gonna be perfect every time. These guys humans, they make mistakes, they miss assignments. Like we right. we be late for work. Some days at work we don't put our best effort. Some days we may say, oh, I ain't in it today. I'm gonna do just enough to make this day right, right. and get this money and I'm gonna clock right. out and I ain't feeling it today, you know. Right. Like so right. you can't always rely on 
you know, perfection every day. Sometimes you got to go out there and do your job what they pay you to do. And you got to live with the results at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, um, yeah good point. The thing with Tom Brady, bro, I've been seeing, now y'all want to blame Bruce Arians. I hear Skip Bailey saying, who is Bruce Arians? Who? Well, Tom yeah, knew that before right. he went there. Tom right. knew that he knew he was getting into. So who the hell are y'all to blame Bruce Arians? Bruce Arians is the coach. You right. know, if it, whether you like it or not, I don't give a damn if he ain't got no rings. He that right. for a reason, you know, and that's still your coach at the end of the day. Yep. You know, our, our supervisors may not know what the hell going on on the job all the time, but guess what? We still have somebody to answer to. They still got to go over the game plan. They got to tell us what's up, you know, because yep. that's just, you know, that's just how the chain of command is. And, yep. um, man, I and, and for Drew, man, like I said, it just separates the grace from the average Joes, man. Drew, Drew's going to be okay, bro. I'm yeah. not a big – I like the deep ball. It's, it's cool to get turned up, you know, but at the end right. of the day, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. If, yeah. if slow and steady been winning the race, then slow and steady, man. We ain't got to – and I feel like that's what we mess up at, case in point, the Vikings game. He saw Taysom throw that deep ball. Then Drew yeah. felt like, oh, okay, well, shoot, let, me, let, me, let me try. Boom, turn over. <laughs> you know, you got to right. stay – sometimes we got to stay in our own lane. You know what yep. I'm saying? Do, yep. do – like I always say, but even when I make my little videos on Facebook, do, be the best version of yourself, and you can't go wrong, bro. You yeah. just do you do what got you to the race. You do what got you to the Super Bowl, to the playoff. Because when right. you try to be right. something you're not or something you once was, that's when that's when stuff starts breaking yeah, down. Yeah, you can't break, you can't yeah. you can't buy into other people's theory. You can't fulfill other people's dreams and fantasies. You know, either they you got either gonna take it what it is or it's not. You know, either you gonna be with me in this slant, short, accurate. Or if you don't like how I play, then it's a number of teams. You go be a Mahomes. You go be Lamar. You go be Aaron Rodgers. You go be Justin Herbert. You you go follow these teams, bro. But, you know, as long as we winning, I don't care, man. At this time, we ain't got much. I feel like the window's slowly closing, bro. Just just leave it all out. It's too late to try to do something you, you ain't been doing your whole career. It's too late to try to make somebody something that they that they not, that they truly not. If it's, if it's in Drew Hart to be precise and accurate, then let him do that. It's winning your games. You know, he's not turning over. Because once we start turning over, then we're going to say, oh, Drew doing too much. You need to go back to what he's doing. You know, so I feel like you do We got you there. You just keep being the best version of yourself. And we're going to be all right, man. We just we just keep it going, man. So that's all I yeah. got to say, man. Yeah, man, I, I agree with you, man, 100%. Uh, chosen, man, thank you so much for the call, man. That man. That man gave us some uh, some TED talk right there. <laughs> yeah, man, but chosen man. I mean, you telling the truth, man. Uh, you yes, can't like go outside your you know your element, man. You, you do what got you there, you know. And and it's up to like Sean Payton to uh, find guys to you know build that team right. around. And you know, and, right, and, and they done just that. You know, right. done it. That's that's when you rely on your coaching. You, you, it's the coach's job to understand your team's weakness and strengths, and it's to put right. them in a position. To have your quarterback to put them in a position, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So let's just, just let Drew do what Drew do, and and that's why we love him because we know he don't have a big arm. Coming out of right. Purdue, he didn't have a big arm, but it's what he did with that arm that overshadowed the fact that he didn't have that big arm. You know what I'm right. saying? So, right. so I, I'm loving it, man. I'm, I'm loving yeah. Drew. I'm loving the team, bro. I hope we keep this momentum riding all yeah. the way and then make a deep playoff run man that's yeah. all that's all yeah. we can hope for at this point yeah that's all that's all we all are asking for right now you know they got yes, the sir. number right now they try to hold on to and win a couple more games right you don't want to lose that trying to keep up with the trend just do yeah. do do what got you there you know got you there, man yes, yeah. sir. Cho- chosen thank you so much man i appreciate the call brother yes sir yes sir
Yeah, man. Shout out to Chosen, man. I, I feel empowered, man. You know what I'm saying? I can go. I need to go jog five miles real quick, man. My man, <laughs> my man up there dropping gyms and says uh, knowledge on the, on the line. <laughs> Shout out to my guy Chosen. Uh, got Lone Wolf up in here, man. What's going on, Lone Wolf? What's going on, TJ? How you doing, bro? How you doing, yeah. Saints Nation? Good, man. Good. Good morning to you, man. You sound like you're on the road. Yes, I am, man. Going to work. Okay. Just, uh, just, just my listen. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Mm. I'm calling in, apologizing too, because, you know, I was very critical of Drew Brees in the beginning of the season. But now, you know, I can see that not having OTAs and a little bit more time and reps with these receivers was affecting him. Right. And now that he's had some time to work with basically every receiver and tight end at this point, <laughs> 12 receivers. That's, right. that's crazy. Yeah. Incredible, man. That is crazy. Crazy. And I'm yeah. just like, now that, he, that he's doing that, I'm like, you know what? We got to just be more patient because he is older. So, you mm -hmm. know, Brett, reps are important just like right. he goes through his routine every single day like it's game day right. i'm pretty sure you know otas was just as important to drew Brees as right. his routine for game day and for practice yep. so you know that's something that we all got to consider too when we was thinking about you know oh well yeah. you know, he's just looking like old out there yeah, <laughs> yeah i think uh, it's just the fact that I can say we're just so unconventional. I mean, I mean, just weak, weak throws, throwing passes behind guys. I mean, it was just so undrew breeze like. And you know, who that right. Davis uh he caught a couple calls ago. He said, I mean, we're in a who that nation, we get a little spoiled sometimes because uh of the excellence of Drew Breeze. You know, what I mean it's a blessing and a curse, you know. When when a guy's good at something, we expect excellence all the time, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, I mean, it's. I, I mean, I grew up in the '90s. You know, I, I grew up idolizing Michael Jordan. I mean, Michael Jordan go out there. You know, you, we know that Michael Jordan can score by sixty. You know, what I'm saying Michael Jordan scored at eighteen. We like, what the heck going on here? You know, what I'm saying like, <laughs> right? You know, we're on MJ tonight. You know, like man, you know, especially exactly. if they're playing. You know, playing a, a weak team like the Bullets was at that time. You know, you you wondering what the heck going on? So, uh, when when Drew Brees is not playing at his, I mean, you know, at at one hundred percent of but we're seeing some things that we're not used to seeing. We just, you know, we're just a little skeptical about it. But I'm just glad that he's on the right track, man. I'm, you know, I'm glad that the team seems like, you know, they're clicking offensively. And uh, I just think that the addition of Emmanuel Sanders has done wonders uh, for this team. Man, and the emergency man. Deontay Harris, man, the way he's playing right now. I, I really, I really strongly feel like Deontay Harris can be the second coming of Tyree Hill. Like, I really believe it. I believe that too, bro. It's not crazy to say that because he has shown us flashes already and they right. haven't even really incorporated him into our office. True. Because true indeed, we don't have a deep pass quarterback. So once we once we're able to let, you know, Breeze have his time and it passes through, man, mm -hmm. we need to get a quarterback that can work with him. Because yep. him, Michael Thomas, and Kamara and just Callaway, man, yeah. we can have we can have so much potential for the future of our offense, just yeah. like we did in the past. You know, we can have so much success with that if we just be smart about who we bring into our program. And I right. feel like that's the thing about defense. 
we need right. to start being more careful about who we bring into the program because we also see that chemistry is something very important out there. And I was just getting tired of seeing them look at each other like, who did it? And now right. that they're starting to communicate better and starting to play more freely, we see we see the glimpses of them that we thought we were going to see from the beginning of the season. And I'm right. just hoping they keep that momentum going because if they can just play half as decent as they play against the Bucks on defense, we will probably win 85% of our games. Right, right. So, I agree. You know, I just I, I, I really feel like our defense just we don't need we don't even have to play sub like we, we could play a little above average and win. But yep. we can't really play average. Not not right now, especially when we're talking about playoffs, because we always make it to the playoffs. So yep. average is not gonna get us to the Super Bowl. We gotta play right. above average on defense. So that's the only yeah. other thing I would say. Yeah, man. I mean, like I said uh, earlier, as of right now, we're the number one seed. So everybody chasing us. And we need to play as if, you know, people are chasing us. You know, they, they don't have time to, to slip up. You know, you don't have time to, like, be around this thing lollygagging with teams that you should be beating. You know, I mean, the Saints play the 49ers, you know, but, I mean, no disrespect to Nick Mullins, but, I mean, you should beat him. You know what I'm saying? You should beat a, a team that's decimated with injuries. You know, like, you're the and better no team. star receiver. So, I'm like, Lattimore. Yep. I'm I'm not playing no more, bro. You need to be locking down like you locked down Mike Evans. They don't have no Pro Bowl receivers from San Francisco. Ain't no yeah. way none of them should be sitting here looking licking their chops when they when they see oh we play New Orleans next. Right. Yeah. I mean they, they shouldn't. The only the only thing that well I I'll get into that later on in the week, man. But uh, Lone Wolf, thank you very much. I appreciate the call, brother. All right, man. You have a good one. All right. You too, man. Uh, we're going to move on to Optimus Grind. Uh, before I do, uh, I want to acknowledge uh, Miguel. Thank you very much for the four ninety nine donation. Thank you, Miguel. Thank you. Uh, Optimus Grind, how you doing? Man, what's happening, TJ? Who that? Who that, man? Who that? Man, it's so. Like you just woke up, man. What's that? Yeah, man, no, I've been sitting there waiting in the lobby, man. I was dozing out. I was like, man, oh, man, man they're they talking about this. They're talking about that. And I woke <laughs> Then I woke up when Chosen was talking. I was like, damn, he didn't say one of my points, which is, you know, like we got to look at, you know, the team being built as like their, that, like our DNA. Like right. we're a short to medium throwing type of team and we run the ball. Right. Our defense has never been great. And so, I mean, that's our identity. And I do want to uh, echo that, that uh statement that he made is just you know you don't really need to change who you are if you do if you just do it great right so right on on that note i accept your apology you know when early on i was telling you about drew Brees not being able to step up into the pocket right and and that impacts him being able to push the ball further than the five ten yards that he was able to think and don't and right. drew Brees, it offered all the who that nation that was calling in saying that he's a game manager and comparing him to teddy bridgewater I'm gonna tell y'all, y'all need to take a seat. He's a field general. Like he ain't no game manager. He's a field general. Like you can't never, don't ever compare. Nah, that, 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 was, that, was, that was a bad comparison, you know. That's what I'm saying. Like it, it was a that bad was a comparison. Game. Like I mean, yeah, Teddy did good for us win those five games, and I mean he's balling in Carolina now. But until he can even get in the conversation with passing y'all, 
passing yard records, touchdown records, completion percentage. Mm-hmm. No, no, don't don't even put them in the same sentence unless you're talking about the team when he played with the Saints and he was the backup. Right. So moving on from that, um, yeah, I accept your apology, man. It's 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 just everybody was saying that they, they were showing you this, showing you that, and I'm like, well, what has he shown us in the past three years? Oh, right. thirteen and three. I mean, what 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 more do you want? And my last point I want to make is, yeah, Drew Brees is regressing, but a lot of these quarterbacks out here are not progressing. So yeah. I would take Drew Brees' regression over these other quarterbacks' progression any day because when you think about it, Drew Brees plays at such a high level. If he regresses just a little bit, like you are saying, like we get mad because it's like, you know, like the MJ uh, comparison you said. Right. But you have to realize, I mean, we talk about it all the time. He's been in the league for, what, 20 years? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just think about what you was doing 20 years ago. Like we, yeah. like we talked about on the podcast a lot. So, yeah. I mean, to say that he's still playing at a high level at this age, I mean, yes, we can still hold him accountable for making bad decisions, which he's not really doing a whole lot of. Um, there's a few times um, he'll make a bad decision, but, I mean, it's breezes. Like, you, you can't really – knock him for that and he always gives us the best chance to win um i I joke with my cousin i told him once we ran up the school on the buccaneers Mm -hmm. i was like we're gonna see we're gonna see uh james and sure enough (laughs) james came in there and and handed the ball (laughs) off we wasn't letting him throw that thing because he he would probably throw a pick six he he threw it one time he threw it to uh mike burton for 12 yards so he got a first down down. yeah yeah but i I mean that was a safe throw that wasn't like him trying to think about it that was his first read and he just let it go because it was it was open i I would have threw a bomb like i would have been like look if i would have put deontay harris or somebody as a speedy receiver in the game i'd be like look if you want to throw this ball throw it yeah but i just out of spite I know he yeah. loved it. <laughs> right. And I do want to give a shout out to uh um Sean Payton. Like I told mm-hmm. when I called in on a pregame, I told you it was gonna be a mental game. I told you it was gonna be a game where Sean Payton was gonna outcoach him. The keys to the game was to get pressure on Drew Brees. I mean no get, get pressure on Tom Brady. The D line did that. I think that Trey Hendrickson is playing himself into a big contract. And I oh, think yeah. that we're probably gonna be shopping around Davenport if he can't, you know, beat him out and get his I, job done. I don't know, man. Davenport been balling. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I love, I love Davenport. I, I tell think my cousin all the time. Is he not a bus? I mean, everybody was like, yeah. he a bus because we gave up a lot for him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we talked about on the podcast, the best attribute to have as a player is availability. He hasn't been available. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, you know, uh, <laughs> Trey Henderson is just, you know, getting the snaps that he's supposed to have. Because I actually projected Davenport to have 10 to 12 sacks this year. But he hasn't been playing. And I think right now he's at what three, four? Right. So I still think he might get up to ten, um, missing, you know, three, four games. Yeah. Which is uh really impressive. Yeah, it is so, impressive. Yeah. So I'm not giving up on Davenport. I just hope that he can stay healthy because I think uh him rotating in Trey Hendrickson and Cam just being Cam, I think that those give us the best pass rushes on the field that gives us the best chance to pressure any quarterback. And I would like to see the Saints do a a little bit more man coverage and get away from the zones um, because I I feel like we play more aggressive when we have man coverage and we don't have to think as much. It's just, you know, check the man in front of you. But, uh, but yeah, man, that's all I want to say. Um, 
Yeah, I, appreciate I appreciate what you're doing, man. It's, it's a real good podcast. I appreciate and, uh, it, man. Appreciate it. I, I, I said it in the chat. I think the Falcons, I think their podcast is more of a uh, PTSD support group meeting. They just, <laughs> there, they just sitting there like, hi, I'm a Falcons fan. Yeah, we was up 30-something to 12, and then I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, it's just... Need support animals, man. That's man, look, <laughs> look every, every time the game over, the, the, the arms, uh, yeah. just come on, they just, they just, they just fade away. But yeah, they can't talk. The yeah, Buccaneers, uh, this our, this our division. I think the Panthers might have a little something working with with their personnel. But uh, yeah, our team is built built like this. We gonna miss Drew. I've been saying it. I just, you know, the way he's playing now. I would, I would even try to extend him another year. Like if he can nah, keep like nah, produce like nah, this, I, nah, I, nah, I think because think about it like this: we're gonna have a winning season. We're not gonna be able to trade into the draft to get a high uh, QB. So it's like, well, I think we need to either get a QB in free agency, or you know, try to just keep our draft pack capital to try to trade up into like the top fifteen. Because we're not gonna, we're not gonna be less than twenty, twenty five. Look. I just don't think he's coming back. Like I, just I don't. Think I don't that, think he I is think either. Laying, I think he's landed all on the line. Yeah, this season, you know, like I really like. I don't think people really understood. Like this dude, like really was contemplating retirement. I, I think, I, I know. and I really strongly think he had a conversation with his wife. And oh no, he done this year. I'm just yeah, saying, I, mean, I don't want. I don't want him to go. Line. Like they're not talking about this contract he signed with NBC. He signed a yeah. contract. With NBC, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like everybody's kind of keeping it on a hush right now, you know what I'm saying? Because he's so focused on football, and I'm pretty sure uh he, you know, like he don't want to talk about it, but I think this is it. I think he's giving the old college effort, he's yeah. gonna give everything he have. Yeah, and, uh, let the chips fall where he may. You know, I I'm think just at the beginning of the season, what he said, he said. He said, "I'm just going for bro." He said, "I'm letting it rip." And yeah, he said, "I'm letting it all. I'm letting it all. I'm letting it all. I'm leaving it all out there." But yeah. I'm just afraid of what the Saints. Because just think about it. Our identity is, you know, max matched by what Drew Brees does for us. So, like, when he's gone, it's gonna be real ugly to see what the team looked like without a Drew Brees. Right. And I don't. Yeah. I think that we can get past it, but I just, I'm just. I'm terrified to see what that team look like. Yeah, it's gonna be some rough patches, man. I mean, yeah. you can't, like, you can't get that type of production everywhere. He's he's a legend for a reason. But Optimus, yeah. thank you so much, man, for your for your call, man. Call back anytime. Yeah, who that? Who that? Uh, we're gonna move on to a clumsy baller, uh, Josh. Uh, okay, I'm gonna put the link back into the description, and Josh, I'm gonna just take one more call after clumsy because we're gonna go ahead and uh, you know. Uh, call it a close man you know it's been i worked last night a little tight you know what i'm saying <laughs> i wanted to make sure that i uh you know well you know what I'm i want to make sure that i get everybody you know calls in and stuff like that so but i'm gonna put the link down here uh josh and jesus thank you very much for the two dollars um always you know say he's a friend of the show want to hear from him uh but after uh clumsy baller we're gonna go ahead and wrap up the show uh Cl- clumsy what's going on what's going on man all right, how you doing, man? We're talking to all the Saints. What you got for us? Yes, sir. Uh, this is my third week tuning into your little podcast. I just want to say thank you from the Who That Nation for yeah, keeping man, it real. That. Yeah, man. I yeah, appreciate man. That, man. Look, a, a lot of people are saying sorry for Drew Brees today. I'm not sorry because the haters is what's motivating him right now. Right. You know, and uh, second is 
Our defensive line don't get enough credit nationally. We got to have one of the best run defenses in the whole league. Oh, if, yeah. if, if I'm playing fantasy football and my running back's against the Saints, I'm taking them off of there because the Saints yeah. is not letting the running back score. It is incredible. And, you know, that 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 stat for only four rushes this week, that's due to our guys too. Yeah, they got behind and they couldn't throw it, but they also knew in the film coming into the game, there was no way they was running on it. Right. Yeah, I mean, they, they already knew, man. You're, they're respecting the Saints running game. I mean, whether it's like about 40-plus games without allowing 100-yard rushes. Now, they, I mean, Montgomery got pretty close, you know, <laughs> in that Chicago Bears game. But, uh, yeah, that, that is a great feat to have, yeah, man. I mean, yeah. the defense is playing really stout. Uh, you can tell they take a lot of pride in their run defense. I mean, but when you got Cam Jordan on one side and then you got Davenport on the other, man, both of those guys – not only can they, you know what I'm saying like can they rush the quarterback, but oh, they can yeah. they can set that edge too, man. You know that, that's a that's a very important trait. I mean, oh, some, yeah. some defensive ends that you have, I mean, they they just specialize in you know trying to rush the quarterback, but they don't have an appreciation for top of the run. And we we're fortunate enough to have two defensive ends that that take appreciation and and get into the quarterback and stopping the run. No doubt about that. Yeah, they make they make it a point. They got pride in, in stopping the run in New Orleans. Yep. That's that's a big part of football, period, man. Yep. And uh, another thing is earlier you mentioned you said Drew Brees might have catapulted himself into the MVP race with a dominant victory over the Bucks. But what right. I really think he's gonna do is if he can stay consistent from now into our next prime time game versus Kansas City, and he can mm -hmm. pull that one off, that'll mm -hmm. be the one that puts him in the MVP conversation right there because yeah. our first, our first national televised game against the Vegas Raiders, he wasn't so hot. So, you know, right. most everybody on the market, that's what they had in their minds before right. coming into this game right here. Right. right. So if, if we could go against Kansas city and he could put up some, some 115 QBR type game, that's going to put him up there in that conversation because now people's like, Whoa, he whooped Brady. Whoa, he whooped Mahomes. Let's right. let's let's talk about Drew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting, man. You know, it's gonna be a fun game to watch. I just feel like uh when you got two legendary offensive minded coaches like Andy Reid and Sean Payton, I mean, you know it's gonna be a battle of wits. Uh I I feel bad for those defensive coordinators. They're gonna have to stay up a little extra no. late, you know. We're gonna need Dennis Allen to be the MVP of that game for sure. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be yeah. interesting, man. But, Clumsy, thank you so much for the call, man. Call back anytime. Yes, sir. Keep it going. Thanks. All right. Thank you. And shouts out to uh, Clumsy. Uh, we're going to take one more call. Uh, Josh, man. Josh, what's going on, man? Hey, brother. I didn't even know you were at the end of the show, man. So I appreciate you extending a little bit of time for me here. Uh, no problem, man. Uh, you know, we talk about New Orleans Saints, a uh, tighter show. Uh, you know, apologizing to Drew Brees. Um, you don't have to. Talk about that if you don't want to. You can talk about anything you want, man. Floor is yours. Well, I just caught this tail end of the show just now, so I don't really know what you said, but I owe Drew a little bit of an apology too. I remember calling in that first or second week and they'd being like, "TJ, you were right. Drew's kind of dumb." Blah blah blah, and uh, we were both wrong. And I'm glad we were both wrong. This is the kind of foot that tastes good that I like putting in my mouth because I love Drew Brees. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's not I want it to be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Exactly. I still think we could be right, though, if we don't rest Drew Brees or, um, like, rest his shoulder for a couple of weeks and let Jameis play for a couple of weeks. Cause just because 
Otherwise, you will start slowing down after game 12. We keep talking about that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? His age will catch up with him, and so that's that's a problem for the playoffs and everything. Um, with regard to the Bears game, I mean, they were they were perfect in it, and part of that is just us knowing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers like we do. Um, and, um, th- you know, people can complain like our offense was sloppy in the second half or whatever, but we weren't trying. We were on garbage time mode that whole half. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing that happened in the second half even freaking matters, especially with the offense. Good Heck, point. even the defense was in garbage time mode the whole second half. So, yeah. you know, I uh, I mean, the second half just doesn't matter. But, man, the, the Saints put together something in the first half that was just like reminiscent of three years ago when we were just like blowing through teams and, Everything yeah. we were doing was just like super perfect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I I slept in a little bit this morning because I got my graduation plaque yesterday. I'm gonna send you a picture of that later. Oh, congratulations, man! It's definitely definitely gonna go into uh, the State of the Saints Facebook page, man. We're all proud of you, man. Like so many people, man. They they know you in the chat. You know, so many people have been following the State of the Saints podcast from the beginning. A lot of people <laughs> proud of you, man. So uh, you know. I know I'm proud of you, man. And everything that you've been through, we all know your story. You uh, said it on the show, and you know I'm just glad that everything is coming full circle for you, my friend. Well, thanks, man, and I uh, I appreciate the Saints family too, you know. But uh, the last thing I want to say is, and I, and again, I know that part of this is my bias, my wishful thinking, but I can't believe that the Saints are anything but Super Bowl bound this year. Now that the season's played out a little bit, because right. the only team that really could have stopped us. Well, the only two teams that really could have stopped us are the Minnesota Vikings, who just know us really well, yeah, yeah. and the San Francisco 49ers, who were freaking dominant, but they're just not going to the same team that they were. Right. Uh, you know, and the 49ers are no longer a threat. That leaves us and the Packers for the NFC Championship game. And I feel like the Packers will find a way to choke before they get to the NFC Championship game. Yeah. So it's probably going to be like us against like the Giants or something. And, uh, We'll blow right through that. So I believe that we will at least get to the Super Bowl this year. Um, winning gets different because the AFC is a lot better than the NFC this year. Right. But I believe we'll at least get to it. That's my – I guess that's my thoughts for today. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I would put the Seahawks in there. I mean, I know they have a question about the defense. The but, yeah, but you definitely can't uh, – man, you, you definitely can't give up on Russell Wilson, man. I mean, this guy's uh to me, like he he's the he's the second coming of Drew Brees. He he reminds me a lot of him, like how people just write him off. Like people write him off, uh, you know, but all he does is just win games yeah. and put his team in a position to win. So Russell is the best quarterback in the league right now, as in the year twenty twenty. Yeah, he is. Nobody really even comes close to him right now. Yeah. Um. So I agree with you there, but uh, yeah. Um. All right. Well, yeah, man, I just wanted to give a few thoughts, man. I'm going to watch this show uh, once you uh, once you uh, I don't want to say hang up, but yeah. end the show or whatever. Yeah, uh, man, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you for calling, Josh. Like call back anytime, man. You already know I, I always got some room for you, my friend. <laughs> you take uh, it right, Are you uh, doing a show um, like in the next few days sometime? Uh yeah man I'm probably I'm gonna be doing the show tomorrow it's gonna be tomorrow afternoon uh, since we're talking about it tomorrow afternoon we're gonna have Rod Walker on the show uh, from the uh, the Athletic uh, y'all know Rod Walker has been on the show before so he's gonna be here on tomorrow we'll be doing an interview with him tomorrow afternoon uh, it's probably it's probably gonna be around uh yeah three it's gonna be three Eastern uh two Central so check it out man all right brother yeah hey, take it easy right. yep. 
Yeah, man, Rod Walker of the uh, of the Athletic, and uh, y'all know him from NOLA.com as well. Uh, y'all probably hear him if you look at some of the Saints interviews online. Yeah, Rod Walker. I mean, he's it'd be his third time being on the show, man. <laughs> uh, uh, you're definitely uh, there's there's two people that you're definitely probably gonna be see, seeing on this show like quite often. Uh, John DeShazer, who man, man, incredible guy. Like, you know, John DeShazer, incredible. Rod Walker. And my favorite, Mike Dettier, man. Mike Dettier is, like, my favorite person to interview. Like, me, me and Mike, like, I don't know if y'all checked out the interview. I think we talked for about an hour. And we talked about another 30 minutes after we got off. Like, Mike Dettier, some of y'all probably know who he is if you're from, like, the Louisiana area. You're probably, if you listen to WWL, one of the best minds in football like so passionate about the game, like love interviewing him, man. Like one, of, all of them are incredible, you know. But uh, Rod Walker is going to be on the show on tomorrow, man. Y'all be on the lookout for that. Check it out, and uh, hope you all enjoy it. Uh, look at a few more comments, and then we get up out of here, man. Because I really wasn't giving that much attention to the chat, and I apologize for that. We had a lot of phone calls on this edition. Uh, Jay says, I think if we have the division wrapped up early, we'll rest Drew a few games down the stretch for the playoffs and to see what uh, we have in Jameis. Um, look, you can't take your foot off the gas. I mean, Seattle is 6-2. and two, Green Bay is 6-2, and two, okay? And as um, soon as you lose, Green Bay just shoots back up. You know what I'm saying? So the Saints got to continue to win. They got to continue to win. This isn't over by a long shot. It is not over by a long shot. Keep that in mind, folks. Uh, Jay Smooth says, uh, I don't uh, hope the Saints don't choke in the first round like they have the past three years. Well, Jay Smooth, if the Saints continue to win, then they won't have to worry about playing in the first round. They'll just uh, play in the divisional round because there's only one first round bye this year because there's seven teams in the playoffs this year. So the only one that gets the first round by is the one seed. The two seed is a wild card game. So the Saints got to continue to win. They got to continue to keep winning. That's the name of the game. Keep winning. And uh, Marie, one more. Derek says, uh, how do we get uh, on the call next video? Well, I put the link. Derek, I apologize, man, you know, but I put the link down in the chat, okay? So at the beginning of the show, I do my opening statement. After I do my opening statement, then I put the link down in the chat so people can call in. Uh, so the next show that I do, prob- well, I take that back. It probably won't be the, the next show that I do because the next show I do is the interview. Uh, but the show following the interview with Ride Walker um, is going to be uh, a regular show, and I'll make sure I put that link down. But, Derek, you know, I do apologize to you. I don't want you to think that, you know, I, I didn't want to answer your call. But, you know, like I said, man, it just – uh, it's been a long night, man. Anybody, everybody that's been following me know I, you know, work overnights now. So got to make sure that, you know, brother get a little sleep. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a very energetic uh, one-year-old, you know what I'm saying, that I pick up from daycare in the afternoons. And he, he demands my undivided attention. <laughs> but thank y'all very much for tuning into the State of the Saints podcast. Thank you all so much for all the people that called in, chimed in. And, uh, be sure that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast, facebook.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast. And as you already know, previous episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Anchor FM. Once again, congratulations to Josh and Jesus for graduation. 
Uh, shouts out to everybody that called in. Much love to you all. And like always, all I got to say is, who that?